All right, I'll, I'll try to record a little bit. Uh, I've been trying before, but you know what's happening is I I get too deep into my personal life and revealing too much. I, I don't really know what the, where the line is. You know, I would like to use this podcast to 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 tell stories that will be personal but I don't really want to talk to you about my personal finances or relationship problems, you know, that I, I don't want to go there, but it's clearly occupying my mind quite a lot. So I'll, I'll, I'll just, I just recorded 10 minutes where I just went too deep into, into finances. Uh, so that's, that's my second take. And if I, if I start going too deep, you know, pinch me or kick me so I can change subject or something. I'm, I'm driving on a, on a motorway. It's very pretty. It's, uh, it's almost like there are only three colors. Uh, gray, white, and dark gray or dark brown. It's winter. It's minus, uh, minus two degrees Celsius below zero means it's a, it's a freezing temperature that's for those who uh, are more familiar with Fahrenheit scale I'm speeding at this point I really should slow down it's not safe to drive that fast I'm, I'm, I'm driving to meet someone someone who will be uh, placing a, 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 a sticking wallpaper into the wall it's for a, for a shop I don't want to get into that. I'm doing someone a favor, okay? Um, anyway, I'll be I'll be in Berlin for a few hours, sitting indoors, doing some work on the computer, and I thought I could, you know, I could um, record something throughout the day, and that could be an, an update. You know, I've been very silent on this channel, but I never said goodbye, and I don't mean to say goodbye. I've been. It feels like I've been saying welcome back multiple times, and I think I recorded multiple episodes that just I scrapped or I forgot about. I recorded and I just moved on. And then a few days later, I realized, well, it's kind of outdated. I feel like recording something new now. Um, so yeah, that that's what the situation <laughs> is right now. I'm uh, trying to record. Uh, I'm trying to write as well. But my life is just very hectic right now. I'm sure you probably noticed. I, I don't get a luxury of just sitting put, uh, relaxing. I do have moments, but I never really fully can get to my zone. I, I hardly find time for work. You know, I work from home, and that has been a, a, my, my, my model, my lifestyle for... Uh, or even before coronavirus happened, you know, it was a choice. Uh, as my girlfriend got, got pregnant with our daughter, she's now uh, the daughter is now two two and a half years old. So she'll be getting three soon. Within, well, within six months, in six yeah. So she's two and a half basically. Uh, so yeah, it was important for us for uh, to stick together to be home um, I didn't 
really enjoy uh, the, the, the kindergarten, the daycare years of my life. Um, and I gotta say, it, it must be a great relief to put child into a daycare for a few hours every day. And we'll eventually do it. Uh, we'll do it soon. And I'm very eager to kickstart my career again, to restart it, you know, it's just, it's very stagnant right now. It's not really that impressive. <laughs> um, I'm doing uh, online teaching, I'm teaching on a teaching platform and I've designed students and I, I am helping them to get to know uh, UX design. Now, I, I should probably clarify what UX design is because I, I need to do that every single time. Uh, like no one from outside of the tech industry understands. And I'm, I'm fine with that, you know, I don't, I'm not frustrated by that at all. It's just, a, if you know, if you, don't, if you want to know what UX is, you, you may as well Google, Google it quickly. It has to do with improving user experience of uh, and usability of the app, the interface, of the website. So it's not quite a visual design, although it's part of it. It's more of uh, thinking about the process, thinking about tasks and yeah, Google it if you're into it. But anyway, um, so I've been doing this over and over again for six years. Um, well, before I've been doing it parallel to full-time employment, I've been kind of juggling those two duties, having two jobs. Um, and when I look back, you know, I definitely miss being on people, showing up at work, or even leaving the house, you know, being able to, to, uh, to be alone. Or not alone, just change of pace, change of the environment is so important. I miss that part a lot. Seem to be a lot more money in the freelance career and, and uh, the flexibility, the freedom of working whenever I want is just fantastic. I love it. Um, there's also uncertainty, a bit of uncertainty. Although with coronavirus, I think many people experienced lack of stability with full-time employment. Many people got sacked. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the school I'm teaching UX design with is still rolling strong. I think they are even better than ever before. People seem to be um, adapting to to, to to new phase in their life. They are they're trying to learn new craft. So UX design is it's a great choice want to learn something that will be relevant for the next, um, I don't know, 10, 20, 50 years. Um, so, uh, today's Monday. So that's, that's a great example, you know. It's Monday, I'm not at work. I'll, I'll be talking to a student in, uh, in two hours. Um, and actually I've moved to that conversation, so that's a great benefit. Flexibility, like I said. Um, and that, that one hour is probably all I will do today. That's, that's all the work I will do today, which is great, because I really want this day to be for me. 
you know, I want this to be my day. Uh, there's very little things I can do on my own uh, with coronavirus. I'm very fortunate to have a car so I can warm myself up. I can uh, I also have keys to that, to that shop. Uh, it's also a nice place to, to, uh, to stay. The shop is closed, so, you know, it's, it's nice causing quiet environments. I'll try to record from it later. Why not? Um, but yeah, I, I've, I, I'll be minding this, this, uh, this painter guy. I'm making sure that uh, everything is progressing well and I need to get him paid. It's not my shop, by the way. It's, it's my girlfriend's shop. Did I say that before? Did I say it before? Um, so then, when he's done, I, f I believe I'll have just like one or two hours. Uh, I'll probably have a walk, a little stroll. I'll go for lunch. I'll go for coffee. But there's very little things that one can do in a city. Uh, you probably know that. I think there's a lot of comfort I get from digital travel. I definitely do a lot more with Google Maps and you know, like the, the, the satellite view. A lot more than ever before. I've been watching those YouTube videos with people walking through the cities. I always liked those, but I could never really justify time watching it. I could never really uh, concentrate. And uh, now it kind of feels like it's a nice thing to do um, when, uh, when being on a call with a student, for example. Okay? It's a nice thing to, um, to, to, um, nice thing to look at while doing something else or while listening to something else. So, yeah, in fact, I sometimes listen to an audiobook or a podcast and I, I look at someone going through... Uh, pre-pandemic cities um, lately it's Madrid and London Paris but also my hometown um, like in, in significant places they're, they're all being captured which is fascinating and you know when I was uh, I think 12 maybe maybe yeah, I think 12 years old I got my first camcorder and I, I've got very, very few recordings from that time. It's just, I had very few tapes and it was just, you know, it's almost like it was a inconceivable. Why would you need more tapes? Like just record over what you already did. Uh, why do you want to keep this, right? Like this, whatever was recorded. So many tapes got lost or there's a lot of content that's erased by, 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 by other, recordings, other recordings and sadly those other recordings are uh, RTV or cartoons or uh, yeah like different programs that are completely irrelevant um, but I think most of the tapes just were lost and thrown away anyway what, I'm, what I want to say is I did um, a video recording of me walking through my hometown in the late 90s and that might be the only 
recording, or if not the, one of the first recordings of that kind. And I was so um, uncertain that that what I'm doing is uh, is, is right, and that what, that what I'm doing is uh, even. I think I was worried that someone would steal my camera. You know, the camcorders weren't really that popular, and it was they're just beginning to be popular, and, and it wasn't uh, the safest city to be. And so I wrapped the, the whole camcorder in a, in a plastic bag, and I I've opened a little hole there for a, for the lens, and I, I walked I walked for like half an hour, and I have this recording, and it's very pixelated because my computer at the time um, it had this TV card, TV capture card, uh, which would allow you in theory it would allow you to capture. Um, a video from from analog stream very outdated technology at this point but you know um, I was I was capturing a lot because there was nothing else to do there was there was internet but it was very limited it was timed it wasn't a, a fixed connection so I would uh, play with video footage and my, my computer was uh, well quite okay for those all those, those those days back then, but uh, it wasn't powerful enough to uh, to edit this footage. So it was uh, ended up being in very low quality, uh, very pixelated, and also uh, I didn't have enough storage to keep it all. So I've got mostly stills, which is really sad. Um, but you know what? What's left? I, I've got maybe even more. Um, Nostalgia around that, like about it, you know. I, I, I think I'm a lot more fondly about it right now because it's so rare those old artifacts, and I think they really matter to me the most. I'm the only one interested. <laughs> well, if I post this this first walking video from '90s, um, I want to do something to uh, to improve the quality. Uh, Maybe it'll be just me talking about the video and the video will be playing in the corner because it's so pixelated. Uh, I may do that. Um, just to justify the, the post stamp size format. Um, so yeah, that might be, might be interesting to some people. But I, I did a whole bunch of like real experimental short films um, and they are lost. I think I was just so creative back then. So fun ideas that were being explored. I don't think anyone saw that either. I never, I never showed it to anyone. But I remember it very well. I was doing those um, stop motion animations and I came up with this technology, this, this, this method on my own. There was no stop motion feature in this camcorder. I was just pressing play and stopping it. And I timed it, you know, so whenever you press record, camcorder would start recording but uh, after a few seconds because it was a tape recorder okay so it was uh, taking time to for, for, the, for the tape to start rolling and then after a few seconds it would actually start recording <laughs> that's how it worked so I would time like three seconds and like half of that was actual footage so it press red button, count to three or two or whatever and, and stop. That would give me like half a second. And I had a remote 
this, this camera came with a remote so I could film myself moving and it was so funny because sometimes I would get confused I would uh, I would stop recording what I thought I would be recording and I was you know instead of capturing um, stills every now and then it would be like, like a bit of motion because I would confuse the sequence of pause and I'd record um, it was I would love to see that, you know, like to see myself like a really small boy in pyjama, that's where I usually was playing with it. Um, <laughs> one of those videos, I remember, I was filming myself and I really had to go to the toilet. Um, and I was still filming, but I was just, I really was kind of having a hard time moving. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of, I was trying to hide that fact but I was quite clear that something is off and uh, anyway I think I would still be the only one knowing what's actually happening on the video it was me uh, struggling with the idea of either pursuing the task of making a, a movie and going for my for my uh, very biological need of uh, <laughs> doing number two basically Sorry, maybe too much information, but it, it, it's just okay. Just a small boy wanted to go to the toilet. Okay, that's that's. Is it disgusting? I don't know. Probably not. Making a big deal of it. It's almost like I'm tuning into the embarrassment I was experiencing back then. Okay. So we're entering Berlin. It took me about uh, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. City is as crowded as it usually is Monday. Um, there's not that many people on the sidewalks because of, uh, of cold conditions, weather conditions, I guess. Um, I want to talk about uh, the like, big topic, big topic that previously I was really too open about. I was trying to speak about the concept of buying a house or building a house, renovating a house, you know. I'm, I'm very eager to be a house owner and I'm, I'm having a really hard time financing it. <laughs> now, I don't want to get a mortgage that I would never pay off. I don't want to, I, I just don't want to pay a rent, you know. I don't care if my landlord is a landlord or a bank. I just want to buy something uh, that I can afford, that I'll be comfortable. And I don't want this house to last uh, centuries, you know. I want it to last, uh, what, 40, 50 years just to accommodate my family. Just one generation, you know, not more. My daughter will probably want to live somewhere else. Anyway, I, I, I am having a really hard time making this work. Um, I'm having a hard time finding a, a land. I didn't realize that, you know, land can be so expensive. It is expensive if you, um, if you live in Germany, apparently, and if you want to live an hour from the city. Uh, there are some cheaper 
pieces of land, but it's just, it's just, it's just too far from where everything happens and where uh, fast internet is. So I think I, I just need to go back to work and I need to hustle, you know. <laughs> That's where I stopped my recording. I went too deep into my financial situation. Um, but I just, just want to give you a, a cliff notes. What I said is that like the, the more you need to earn, um, in a way, uh, the less you need to work, because smart working is about scalability, so you, can, uh, you put less time and you, you earn more. But your work is becoming more stressful and you need to give a lot more uh, in taxes. So there's exponential growth of, uh, of your time and, and efforts. It's, it's not very nice. <laughs> it's not really good. So I'm, I'm stuck in the middle and I'm trying to make it work and I, I'd really like to move somewhere, move in somewhere within the next few years. You know, I was hoping to move in into my own house this year. I was hoping for this, uh, this investment thing I did. Uh, I, was, I was hoping it would explode. It, it is exploding but not as much as I wanted to. And I, I've lost some money also by doing stupid trades along the way. You know, stock market, and especially cryptocurrency market, is just so un unpredictable. And it's so volatile, and it's just perfect representation of human nature, you know, greed and fear. And I'm just so susceptible. Impatience, overpaying, um, selling, a loss it's just it's just so easy to do that and I don't want to be that person I don't want to be the one who does uh, trades like that so I need to be more patient this year and maybe I will make it you know maybe I will be able to afford a house um, I think I really want to retire early uh, and I want to live my life as a uh, as, as, as peacefully as quietly as possible. I don't have uh, usual aspirations, you know, I don't participate in a rat race. I don't care about a career, I just care about my life and and life of my loved ones. My daughter in particular. Uh, this is a funny street. There is uh, there's nowhere to park and cars are just parking in the middle of the road. <laughs> there's just one, there, there are three lanes one is for bicycles and this truck is parked in, in the middle a van rather. so speaking of vans I was thinking of getting a van or a tra trailer or a camper van uh, but they're just you know that could work and I, I could retire uh, but as a monk not as a as a normal person <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's it's just it's so sobering in winter. You know, I, I can see how the world looks like. I can imagine how much effort it would take to uh, to heat up the car inside, even if it's well insulated. It'd be very difficult. And I don't know. I need to think of my daughter also, my my girlfriend, soon to be wife, I guess. 
uh, we've been postponing it for quite a long time so that's why I say I guess but you know I'm no longer a single dude I, I cannot think in those terms okay I'm nearly there I'm nearly by the shop I will listen to what I said and I will make a judgment whether I want to post this or not if not this will be just my audio diary so either I will speak to you soon or I will speak to you some other time alright I feel like I, I really shouldn't be doing this but I feel extremely safe in my car I'm driving in a heavy snowfall and I'm talking to uh, my phone to an anchor app I'm recording directly uh, trying different methods of recording today uh, as, as usual as per usual my uh, continuous recording or effort of recording continuously throughout the day failed I, I, I really like that idea of recording throughout the day it just never really works uh, I get distracted, I lose track of time, or I just, just simply forget what I said. Uh, and most of the time I'm just recording the first segment and then I never, I never pick it up. Uh, and you know, this is what happened with many of, uh, of episodes that I, I have actually published today. In my backlog I had a, a big number of half-baked episodes which today, you know, in, a, in a hindsight, as I was listening to this stuff, I realized, well, who cares? It doesn't have to end. It could be just continuous. Um, so I, I, I think I, I released like four episodes with multiple segments within them. I deleted a whole bunch, just, just so you know. I did a bit of a, a curation, just for sake of your time. So you don't have to listen to a, a story that's not really said till the, um, to the till the peak uh, of the storyline so yeah you, you, you can go ahead and listen to those episodes uh, it's not like there's anyone listening because by the way I was inactive for so long I, I think it seems like I need to restart my uh, building my audience again I'm not surprised I'm not surprised but I also don't really know what to what to expect from Anchor. Uh, is there any community here at all? You know, it doesn't really matter. I, I'm really doing it for myself to uh, using this as my mind dump, as my uh, audio diary. And if, just if, uh, there is someone listening who wants to contribute or reply, respond, uh, I will gladly take your message, questions, comments, and I will feature them in the in the, in the next episode so if you if you don't know how to do it uh, you just need to uh, you, you can do it via Anchor app there is a feature you can send me a message a voice message voice memo and I will just plug that into my uh, my recording or you can find me on, on Twitter and uh, and supply your audio that way uh, there are, there's many ways to send audio those days uh, but you can find me on Twitter Currently, this is the, it seems to be the only official channel. There is also Instagram, but I don't really know what I'm doing with it. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm talking about things I didn't really want to get into. What I wanted to say is, uh, I really wanted to wrap my day up 
in a in a nice way from the story building perspective. <laughs> I I was supposed to spend f just a few hours with uh, a painter or a, or a builders. Uh, I'm not sure how I referred to him or, or them before, but it was, it was a young guy with his girlfriend, uh, and they were working really hard for six hours. It was really. Um, uh, strange to witness uh, we, we've arranged that this work would take a lot less um, there was a bit of a mishap uh, but I don't really want to get into that they need to correct something tomorrow um, so yeah I'll be coming back to Berlin tomorrow so maybe this episode will continue until tomorrow but anyway uh, probably not <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I I was hoping to have some time in the city. Instead, I, I was uh, in this room with them uh, for all those hours, and I, you know, I was I was hoping to do some work, but I just couldn't concentrate. And instead, I just plugged in my uh, sound isolating headphones, and I kept working on uh, on, on my backlog, on backlog backlog of things that I have in multiple places on the internet so today um, I, I looked into Anchor since I started this day uh, by, by doing podcasts so I was initially hoping to get my old episodes to download them to store them locally and then take them off my station uh, I decided not to do that it just I, I don't really care I, it's, it's fine I, I will let it be uh, but I, like I said, I went through all the recordings. It was really fun to go through it. I, I enjoyed them more than I thought I would. They, were, they weren't really cringy. And I felt uh, someone may actually have fun listening to it, maybe. Um, there, was, there were one or two episodes or uh, segments where I just couldn't really figure what the hell was I talking about. <laughs> went into too many loops and hoops and changes, sudden changes of topic and I, I, I just lost the track. I know I was trying to build up attention and I just forgot <laughs> halfway what the topic was supposed to be. So I left it there like this. I think some people may enjoy it anyway because uh, uh, it's, it's, it's not as pragmatic as, it's, uh, as normally podcasts are, I think. So even now, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I guess I was supposed to talk about my day. Uh, let me tell you more about uh, my commute. I'm driving at night, uh, heavy snowfall, like I say. I'm driving 50 kilometers per hour, uh, which is, I would say, a lot faster than I'm supposed to be driving. Although right now the road is actually dark. Um, there, I'm, I'm drinking... Uh, hot chocolate from McDonald's. It makes me feel very cozy. I, I had um, a vegetarian Indian fusion uh, food uh, from a restaurant that I am familiar with for years. Uh, very unique food and horribly undervalued, underpriced. I'm really happy to go there whenever I can. Although, there were moments where I was over it and I just couldn't look at this shop front anymore. But now I'm, I'm really delighted. I think they stepped up the, their game. They are really putting a lot more of effort in presentation of what they do and just a lot 
nicer experience right now. So I, I said I'm, I'm teaching um, user, user experience design and I, I can now say their uh, user experience improved greatly. That, that's, that's exactly what, what I'm teaching. That's what I'm preaching. So um, I decided to go uh, to take a highway because uh, I don't really know how the situation is like uh, on the smaller roads. Although now it's too late to it's too late to take a different route. Um, yeah, I'll just follow the main road. It's probably the most responsible thing to do, you know. But uh, I'm also open for adventures. Man, this hot cocoa is unbelievable. So, as I was cutting through the city, driving now um, through uh, you know all the main roads, I saw many cars on a, on a sidewalk with uh, emergency lights. I, I I wonder what happened. They, they didn't seem like they crashed. They definitely started the engine, uh, but they they were kind of stuck. I saw. I think I saw like six cars. What could possibly go wrong? Maybe they they chickened out. But why would they stop in the middle of the road? I, I don't really get that. So, just for information, I, I decided to take a, um, a detour, and I'm I'm taking a long way. Well, it's not a lot uh, longer. Uh, I would say just a lot more interesting, and it takes uh, maybe 15 minutes more to uh, to get what I wanted to go. Well, what I want to go, but I, I do it mainly because I find highway uh, too boring. I, I really feel like falling asleep on a highway. So I. Whenever I can, I choose to uh, to drive through little villages and little towns. Yeah, that's how far I live. I live um, an hour away from Berlin. I need to go through a couple of small villages there. Uh, I think snowfall is actually getting um, stronger and stronger, and bigger flakes falling and. Man, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> you know, I feel very comfortable and confident in my car. Um, I think uh, it's both my skills, but also the way how this car handles this situation. Um, whenever I'm getting into a, a slippery situation, I, I, I'm able to recover very fast. It's just like everything is under control constantly. So, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Uh, the only thing that could go wrong is uh, we falling uh, so much that I will lose visibility. That, that's uh, this kind of uh, thing that I will need to wait out, I think. Uh, I have a full tank of gas, uh, which is great. Uh, yeah, I know I have time. Um, I'm expecting uh, to meet with a student at 1 a.m. She she moved to Korea while the course uh, was taking place. 
So I'm still assigned to her, even though we're in different time zones. It's fine by me. Uh, I couldn't meet her during the day in my time zone. And uh, uh, we're meeting later at night. Yeah, so you know, I, I'm, I'm, I welcome all the irregularities. I welcome all the variations to the schedule. Uh, now this is very tempting. I feel like take, taking another turn <laughs> um, to even less uh, common road, uh, but that would be that would be an extreme. I, I will drive slowly now just to have a peek. I think that entire road is just, just white. Uh, yeah. Oh, that would be that would be a bit too much. <laughs> you know, that's our only car. So if if uh, if something should happen, we would be really screwed. Uh, I, I should take some level of uh, self-awareness and responsibility. Uh, yeah, now here this is this is actually fine. I, I feel like trees above me are shielding uh, the road, which is black, fully black at this point. Now, before I forget, um, and I will come back to this topic later on, just to announce the next segment after this one. Uh, unless that's what I'm going to talk about, and no, okay, I will just announce it and then I will bring it up because it, it's a uh, at the end of this episode I'm um, featuring uh, an audio from a YouTube video um, that I found I found the entire channel these are all new videos it's nothing old it's uh, it was recorded recently this and all the, uh, the other videos you may find this girl on her YouTube channel uh, called yeah Russia and she does uh, just really nice, honest, uh, funny, very funny content. Uh, very tongue-in-cheek um, type of a deal. Uh, and she talks about Russia, about her life in Russia. And she's rather poor, uh, but extremely uh, funny, uh, intelligent, smart, uh, and 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 brave and again honest and genuine I really really respect that especially on YouTube that feels like such a such a rare quality um, there's just so much to that channel so she I, I, I thought I would just feature a, a clip just to give you a sample of what she does but I couldn't really decide what to clip out and you know the, the whole video is about her showing you um, her reality and there is something funny that's taking place when you know she's showing you things and it's all about look look at this look at that um, but the way how she's saying uh, you know how she's describing things uh, if you don't see it it kind of becomes a lot more adorable <laughs> um, it's um, you can kind of picture what she's pointing at, even though you don't see anything. It's just really nice to listen to what she what she's describing. I don't know. I, I get a blast from it. But if you are confused, if you actually prefer to look at the video, um, uh, 
you, you, you may need to uh, fast forward like 10 minutes and, and you will get to, uh, to the next segment of me talking if, if you prefer that instead. Uh, but you know, like I, I really admire her. Uh, she's, she's, she seemed to be very young. She seemed to be 20 years old, maybe. Uh, she's got typical Siberian appeal. Um, and you know, she's she's recording on some uh, some cheap smartphone, so video quality isn't really that great. Um, but that's, that's also part of the charm, you know, there's a lot of like, chromey um, scenes <laughs> and she's recording with that, uh, that poor camera. It's, it, it's not uh, a high quality production by all means, but I think if she's getting many supporters lately, she, she signed up or she was awarded with uh, AdSense account and uh, she's now getting money from ads, which is great. Um, She's also uh, uh, she's also on Patreon, getting some donations there. Um, so I think her her quality of life may improve uh, a lot. She was just saying how much things cost, and it seems like uh, people will be able to support her substantially. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited. To, to see how the channel will, will develop and I, I kind of feel I find her very inspiring I have to say that I, I'm constantly uh, thinking of uh, doing something on YouTube but then I feel like uh, it's too fake and then you know I see people like Natasha and I feel like uh, no it can be done yeah, something honest and you know, closer to the heart can be produced and published and there'll be people that um I admire that kind of stuff. Her latest videos have like half a million views, uh, which means there is a, there is a, a wave of appreciation, you know. So, yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, so listen, this is actually becoming very interesting. On the road, I'm I'm losing visibility. I see maybe uh, 20 meters ahead. So I'll pause my recording. I will close this segment. You will. You'll, you'll listen to Natasha now and I'm, I'm very excited to present you this channel uh, again you can find her uh, link in the episode description if it's still attached to this audio uh, and otherwise uh, look for Yeah Russia alright Hi guys, my name is Natasha, I live in the forest of Russia and now I'm in my hometown Spask and today I want to show you my house. This is a country house, it's not a typical apartment in a high-rise building, so today I'll show you the house inside, I'll show you our yard and my dog, who has already stolen my mitten and yeah, he will assist me through this video. Let's start! So yeah, welcome to my yard. This is my dog June. He's just six months old, which explains his behavior. He just likes to steal some things from me and he wants me to chase him. For the beginning, I will show you the front part of our yard. So here we have some garage, woods, some storehouses. And this place, uh, in the summer, this place is used for potatoes growing. And this is our cherry tree. Chunya. 
Будешь себя нормально вести? Джун, не позорь меня. This is our garage. Yeah, it's very messy. I think as all garages should be. But here we have a lot of carpets. One carpet, another, and one more. Recently, I had a photo shoot here with my friend. This is another shed that we have. Oh, these are my old tags that I wrote here about 10 years ago. Here we have a lot of old paints. And uh, these are the car paints, but this one is like for graffiti. In my teenage years, you know, I was fond of graffiti and I was buying these things. And, and yeah, such a nostalgia, actually. The screws, all these household stuff. Let's move on. So this is the main part of our yard. And here we have benches, some things for the garden. And this construction is actually a sauna that my dad is building now. So this is our garden. But maybe when you hear the word garden, you imagine these apple trees and so on. But in Russian, garden is called agarod. So it's a specific place for growing vegetables. So you see, our yard is surrounded by other yards. So these all are yards of uh, my neighbors. And Russian country houses are always divided by these fences. Oh, wow. Is it like a scare scroll? And actually it's a very cozy picture when you see these houses and steamy chimneys. So when I see it, I know that the oven in my house is heated and that it's very warm there. Okay, let's go. This is a handmade palm that my mom once made. Yeah, in summer it looks more optimistic. This is our old toilet, like in Shrek cartoon. Yeah, but don't be scared because we don't use it. Because when I was four years old, my parents made a pipeline. So yeah, we have an actual piping system. And also we have plastic windows. Uh, this is our grapes. And this is a former chicken coop. We used to have chickens, so they lived here and uh, this was their like house. Actually, they walked through all the garden. Yeah, but it was very expensive for my parents to have chickens because, you know, the profit, it wasn't profitable. And now let's look at the interior of the house. So now let's go to the house and please don't judge it for the first look. Okay, so this is part of the room called Prihozhaya and also it's an improvised kitchen. So this is the table, some drawers, plates, uh, cups and this is the radio. Something about sports. So this thing is called Trumo, if I'm not mistaken. I really like this mirror. It's, it's really comfortable to have it here. Some spices here. And this is the view of our yard and my mom stick these wonderful snowflakes here and they look very beautiful. Junia! Junia! And finally, this is our oven. So it's the thing that hates the whole house and Actually, we have electrical heater suit. It's this one, but it's very weak, so we also have to fuel this oven. And for this, we have coal and woods. And sometimes my mom likes to cook right here.
This is our dog, Jessia. And actually, Jessia is very old. She's like 14 years old. Before this, she lived in the yard, but now she liked to be in the house and we decided that we will not force her to live in the yard because it's very cold. So I feel that she's turned into a cat because she even behaves like a cat. This is her toy. She sometimes likes to take potatoes. <laughs> This is uh, our coats, hats, winter hats, and my cat likes to lay here, and we call it Quartira, because this small square place really looks like an apartment for him. Okay, so this is our refrigerator, and here we have magnets, not so many of them, we used to have a lot of them. Uh, these are from Madison, Wisconsin, that I brought from America, and this is our bathroom. This is my parents' room, and I will show you just briefly, so just the usual room. So, hello, this is Cezit. Cezit! Cezit, why you decided to do it right now? I wanted to show you him lying here on the windowsill and say like, yeah, this is my cute cat, but instead he just went to the toilet. Look at this peaceful coexistence of cats and dogs. Now he has kind of playful mood, as you can see. These are his toys. <laughs> and his favorite toy is actually this thing for ears so here we have this like cotton sticks and he just loves them <laughs> okay uh, let's go further Okay, yeah, now I can show you this cute picture as it should be. So this is Caesar, this is my mom's plants, and a wonderful view of the yard. And uh, yeah, this is one more mirror. What I like about my house is that we have a lot of mirrors here. In Khabarovsk, I have just one mirror. And this is our local newspaper, Spask. I can show you just a little. Here we have a usual rubric. People are asked what was the main event of your week. We all are excited about the upcoming birth of a child. Everybody is healthy and this is the most important thing. We actually have a lot of advertisement here. You see that it's very colorful, it's very tasteless, but I like some aesthetics here. Look at these fonts. So yeah, something about politics. In my childhood, I like to read this rubric a lot. It's about all the criminal cases that happened in the town this week. It's like the TV program. Okay, now let's go. This is our computer table. Actually, nobody uses this computer because my dad has a laptop and this is our printer, the flag, again, the very big mirror, our TV. We used to have an older one, it was like, you know, this typical TV in shape of a box, but I unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, didn't have an opportunity to check around because I don't watch TV at all. And this thing is very common. So this thing is called Stenka. Stenka or Stena in Russian is a wall. And here in the Soviet Union, people usually stored crystal and glass dishes and mugs. Another mirror we have here. 
And all these dishes and glasses are our like fancy tableware. We usually put it out only for holidays. And here we have a lot of books, like encyclopedias. This one is about animals. This one is about history of uh, culture of Russian people. I really love this one. What is this? Kiev? I didn't know we have this book. I have a whole book about Kiev. Wow! And now I want to show my favorite book. It's traditional Russian fairy tales. And in my childhood, the most thing that I loved were the illustration, the pictures in this book. So Russian folklore usually consists of this character. It's Ivan Tsarevich. He's like the prince. And this is Baba Yaga. She's like a witch. And in fairy tales, she is sometimes kind and she helps him, but sometimes she is angry. If you remember German fairy tales about Hansel and Gretel, who killed an evil witch in the forest, sometimes Baba Yaga is a Russian equivalent of such a witch. Finally, this is my room. Yeah, but don't think that I usually live like this, because if I could describe it with one adjective, it would be необжитый. So this is my bed now. What is this? Um, actually, I cleaned the room before the video, but I, I don't know what happened. It's all demo void. Uh, in our childhood, here was my bed, here was my sister's, and the whole room was set a little differently. This is a cupboard again, and these are my clothes, but mostly they're my mom's clothes. And this is a part of our oven. And this is a very old magnetophone or a tape recorder. And here we have books, another window. Oh, hello! <laughs> when he hears my voice or some music, he likes to come here. Приветики! <laughs> and this thing. And this is the letter that I got just today. So this is the code for my Google AdSense account. Yeah, and why this letter is so important is because this is a letter from Google AdSense, which means that now I will be able to get money from the monetization on my videos. I'm really glad. I'm glad that now I will be able to earn some more. Yeah, I've been earning from Patreon donation. I think it's a perfect time to, to write the names of my patrons here. Thank you guys very much for your support. And also thanks to people who supported me on PayPal too. So yeah, returning to the topic of the video, this was my house and I actually have a very mixed feeling about this whole video. I think I was worried even more than when I make some political statements in my videos. The reason is that um, I feel kind of ashamed because I acknowledge that this house, it doesn't have a specific style. We have many old things. We don't have a carpet on the floor. Yeah, but here I have to explain that when June was little, we removed the carpet so that he wouldn't pee on them. Now we just don't put it back. And maybe some people will think that I'm so angry at the Russian government because I'm so poor. Yeah, I am poor. My family is like the working class, but it's not something unique like everybody else. Not everybody, but almost. A big part of Russian population lives like this. So anticipating such kind of comments, I will say that I don't blame Putin for the absence of the carpet in my living room. But I don't want people to think that I wanted to make people to feel sorry for me. No, it's not. It's just... The thing is that my house, it's 
actually even better than these apartments in these high-rise buildings because we also have three rooms here but we even have our own garden and another thing is that this house is like a hybrid house it's not a typical russian country house with the curved patterns with the cattle and chickens yeah we grow potatoes but we don't live somewhere in a village because actually my house is located almost in the center of Spask. It took me 10 minutes to go to school, to the downtown, and this house is even cheaper than apartments. So my house together with the garden costs, I think, about 800,000 rubles, while a three-room apartment in Spask costs about 2 million rubles. It's only in Spask. In Vladivostokov, Khabarovsk, it would cost 6 million rubles. I mean, the apartment. In Moscow, it would cost 10 million rubles. So, yeah, my house is really cheap, but it's also very comfortable. And you know what I enjoy the most? I enjoy that I've been raised in freedom. I don't have to go through this dirty pod years to get to my apartment. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that all Russian lives like this. Actually, the majority of Russian people, according to some official statistics, lives in uh, these apartment buildings in Khrushchevskas. It's about 70%. Another part of the population lives in the country houses like I do. And these houses, they're located either in small towns like Spask or in villages or maybe in outskirts of even bigger cities. So in Khabarovsk there are also houses like mine. There is a higher level of such country houses and it's called cottage. It's fancier than this house. Yeah, so Russian people are divided into three groups. Apartments, country houses and cottages. Yeah, and also the fourth group, those who live in palace. Alright, this is the end of my video. I'm really glad that I finally made it. Please feel free to judge me in the comments and yeah. Thanks to my patrons, thanks to all people who support my channel. I've got a lot of new viewers and support in the recent days. So thank you guys very much. And I will see you very soon in my next video. And the next stage of my Russian journey will be my coming to Khabarovsk because my studying starts just in a week and it will be in-person studying. And I'm really excited about going to my university and finally seeing people. And stay tuned. Bye. keep on riding uh, it's very enjoyable ride I have to say I'm very excited uh, but there were moments where I was actually quite frightened I I could see less than uh, 10 meters um, yeah I it's it's, uh, it's a new experience and I, I do like new experiences but this is uh, I'm just on the edge of a little bit too much, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like um, like to be here. I like to see what I see, and uh, I will uh, I will I will cut this detour halfway, and I will enter a highway on the next uh, occasion. And then I think this uh, little. Detour uh, will be justified, you know, just like a little sample. I think the most hard, hardcore part um, is still ahead, uh, and that part involves uh, riding through the rather deep forest, right? There is, uh, I, I, I think, very few people maybe went 
very few people took that route. There's no reason to go there right now. So I'm just a little bit afraid I will get stuck, you know, and uh, the streets are quite slippery. Um, or it's not slippery, uh, bendy. So I, I, I don't know, maybe I will even lose the track of the road if I go further. So I'll take the next ride. I will rejoice, rejoin the main track. Although, you know, I don't really know what to expect from the highway um, because it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's really heavy uh, snowfall and I, I, I don't really know if the frequency of cars going as fast as they go and so so often I, I don't know if there's any track traffic there right now and I'm just uh, I would say I'm a little bit more afraid of people speeding on a, on a highway right now um, and you know driving slowly through a little town uh, at this point is still I would say acceptable But yeah, we'll, we'll try both. We'll try both modes, both ways. And, uh, you know, just like those those YouTube videos with people uh, walking through the cities, uh, the way how normal they were before pandemic, you know, because you can really see how cities used to be uh, a year ago. We're getting close to the anniversary first lockdowns uh, you know you can see the footage um, and now I'm recording uh, audio of, uh, of something that may never happen again you never know or maybe I'm, I'm driving but I, I, will, I won't be entitled to drive as far as I understand driving is not a right it's a privilege so you know I'm, I'm kind of the only one on the road behind me there is another car um, but I feel like everyone stays put, rightly so. You know, maybe those cars um, back in Berlin, maybe they just heard the news on the radio. And they were they were uh, looking around, maybe to stay in a hotel or something. Although, as far as I understand, the hotels are closed right now um, due to Corona. So it's interesting combination of uh, uh, you know lockdown and. Now it's the, the, the mobility is limited as well. Very interesting. I mean, I'm seeing very interesting world right now through my windshield. Um, there's nobody. It's just white, and you can barely see anything. There's something really mesmerizing about this. You know, it's like. Uh, it's almost like this, this, this kind of satisfaction I get from the pandemic. There's just something. Um, uh, it, it's it's an event, you know. I, I enjoy that. There's a global event, and and in some ways people are going through it together. I enjoy that aspect of pandemic. Uh, but of course, there's a lot more annoying things about it. But I, I like to think uh, there, there are definitely things I enjoy about this COVID-19. And I definitely enjoy something about this snowfall. It's beautiful. Come on, it's beautiful.
and again my car is handling this uh, this situation very well and I'm pretty sure that you know I, I live in Germany which means by by tomorrow morning all the streets will be prepared and ready for drivers um, well, maybe not by by morning but um, it won't take long until they sort things out for us drivers. Okay, I lost my tail. He was uh, following me for the last uh, 20 minutes. And now I'm on my own. Now I'm on this, uh, I know it looks like like highway, it looks like motorway, but it's, uh, it's like an access road to the, to the highway. But it's kind of the same road technology, you know what I mean? It's the same has the same look to it. Um, I mean, it's really beautiful. I feel like I live in a mountain village and I'm just going through something that I, I see every day. You know, it kind of feels like there are normal conditions. Well, I'm driving really fast, just seeing car uh, that I was uh, I was going in the opposite direction because we're going really slowly I'm, I'm, I'm going 60 is this too fast? maybe but again I, I don't think it's slippery for my car I, I've got a whole new level of appreciation now <laughs> there's something something great about Mercedes I, I don't know if I would leave the house knowing that it's snowing as much. Again, like the only thing I'm worried is that this is our, this is our only car. So if, if it breaks down, if I end up in a ditch, um, it won't be pretty. Yeah. It's also very difficult to recognize where where the hell I am. I wonder how it's like to drive in Tesla right now. Or, uh, like, you know, I, I, there, there are no self-driving cars right now, but it would be interesting to, to drive self-driving car right now to see how, 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 how is Tesla handling slippery surfaces. I mean, it's possible that it would just say uh, it's too much and <laughs> it, it wouldn't go further. That's possible. That's a responsible thing to do, and I think we're expecting uh, those those machines, those smart uh, computers, robots to uh, to make wise choices. So I don't know. If I see Tesla on my way, I will let you know. Right now, I see nothing. I think I will be able to recognize Tesla from far. But I always, uh, or I, I, I often, rec um, I often confuse Teslas with. Uh, I'll start again. I'll, I often confuse Fords and Mazdas with uh, with Tesla. Um, they're not quite the same, but I find that some some design elements are quite alike. Oh, it's so eerie here. It's 
it's, uh, it's a hospital, hospice and uh, clinic. It's like you're in the middle of forest in this compound or compound and uh, this this clinic is actually actually quite interesting it's you know it's self-sustaining self-sustaining all people who work there live there I think or most of them and you know there's a kitchen that serves food they, they could probably uh, function for a certain time being cut out from the outside world now it's, I don't think it's gonna get that bad but who knows right like, why is it why is it snowing as bad as it does today why, 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 what's that about we never get winters like this and it's now oh, it's now February it's not supposed to be like this now I'm I'm really impressed with steering of this of this car. I just went through roundabout. I was expecting a bit of a sliding, and none of that took place. So I know how some people name their cars. My mom does it. Her car's name is Wilson or Nielsen. Nielsen. And uh, she's driving an old uh, BMW, and I don't know, maybe this should be Wilson then. But I, 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 <laughs> but I kind of feel like um, today, I, for the first time, I, I got a sense of this car's personality, you know? It's kind of cool. Um, now it's again very tempting to, to go fast, but I, I'm not gonna do that. My girlfriend ordered, and she got it delivered also, um, a sled. Now I, I was thinking, well, there will be no more snow, but this is just perfect. We, we can have a lot of fun in snow tomorrow. Uh, I, I may even take my um, electric skateboard and we'll do a bit of a pulling. I don't know what's the name of it. You know the um, the old school way of uh, of taking horses. Um, it, it's something that takes place or used to take place in the village. You know, there'll be horses pulling kids in a, in sled, in, a, in like a big sled, and then there'll be often smaller sleds following the, the big one. And they would often play and sing, play music and sing. Um, I don't know. I think it's like a Eastern European thing. Okay, I'm accessing uh, a motorway, and I, I didn't say that, but I'm I'm very appreciative of your company. You know, I'm I'm here on my own. Um, I was listening to um, Exit Ramp. It's um, it's an episode on it's a, it's a podcast on the. Onsag, Onsag um, network, Onsag.com. It's uh, I think uh, weekly. I, 
don't even know anymore but it's it's a show that takes place every now and then and uh, this is where uh, different hosts meet and, and, and chat it's pretty cool I, I, I took uh, part once in it and uh, I really liked it uh, although it's very US centric uh, most of people there are from US okay I'm, I'm officially on the highway and you know it's completely white I don't really see where the center of the road is uh, I don't really know what to expect I'm, I'm driving as fast as I as I have driven um, before oh, it's pretty cool pretty cool now I don't wish uh, anyone to have a bad experience with this weather although I, I'm pretty sure this this also happens but it's very likely that I will see some cars in the ditch it, the road looks really dangerous again I, I'm really confident through my own abilities my own driving abilities though I'm driving a little bit too fast I think I know how to react because I've been playing with uh, drifts quite a lot uh, on every occasion actually not only with this car but with every other car I've driven and here's another car uh, overtaking me it's quite brazen it's a uh, it's a van those vans man they, they they're really brazen they they're always speeding. It's like a huge block of metal. That is not a car. It's a... Uh, I don't know what this is. It's like fully covered in snow. Uh, I would say they go about 90, 90 kilometers per hour. Um, so what is it? Like 45 miles per hour or so. Um, yeah, so maybe I, I drive actually quite... Uh, Quite responsible way. So I know there is a, a, a bridge ahead, not too far from here, and that also means that I'm all, almost, I'm very close home now. Um, there's a bridge, and uh, I should probably take a lot slower because, if, as far as I understand, a bridge uh, stays very slippery, very icy, because there's water underneath, and I think. It, does something to uh, to the temperature exchange or, or something like that I think yeah I think now I'm the elevation is changing and I'm entering the bridge yeah well what is there is there anything else to say um, I'll be going back to Berlin tomorrow for probably an hour or two of uh, uh, a bit of a cosmetic work over the, the substantial amount of work that this guy did today. I'm very impressed. Uh, but he won't be getting more money because you know, I kind of feel like he wasted my time also. It's not like he's adding more. Uh, he's just spending a lot more time than, than normally uh, for a professional would. So maybe I'll end here. What do you think? I'll end here and 
and then um, I will be uh, keep on listening to uh, the exit ramp a little bit more. Uh, I'll finish my hot cocoa. I, I have no ability to drink, uh, drive the car, and, and, and steer, yeah, and, and and record at the same time. So it's a good time to stop. I need to exit motorway right here. Uh, again, I don't really know what to expect. I'll be entering a, a little village right now, so roads might be very tricky. It's probably a good time to stop recording. So thank you for uh, keeping me company once again. Uh, it was a pleasure. And uh, just, just very nice to speak with you. So uh, if you want to leave a message, uh, find me on Anchor app and uh, you can contribute your audio or uh, find me on Twitter and uh, and post your audio tweets or, uh, or whatever you want. Uh, say hello and I will uh, respond. I'll feature your audio and I'll, I'll respond to it. Thank you. Take care and stay safe.